Welcome to Meaning Over Money, a different kind of financial podcast where money is never about money. Welcome. Thank you so much for tuning in. We are so excited to have you here. We hope you're having an awesome week. And regardless of when you're listening to this, we hope it adds value to your journey. And if it does add value, it would mean the world to us. If you would share with a friend or to rate and review our show, it makes a big difference. Before we begin, we have an announcement. Uh, we, we won't share this in every episode, but we'll probably mention it for a bit here. But we now have a podcast community on Facebook. And I don't know about you, but there's a couple podcasts that I love. Uh, Malcolm Gladwell, Seth Godin's, Mike Rose. There's several different ones that I, I really enjoy listening to. I've listened to podcasts for more than a decade. And whenever I listen to a really good podcast episode or something that it made me think, I always want to talk about it or, or I want more. But it doesn't always seem like there, there is more. It seems like you listen to it and then well, we just move on with life. And so we thought, what if there was a place where people who listen to this podcast could come and discuss the episode, discuss the content? Do you agree? Do you disagree? Do you have ideas along with it? Would you like to engage with us directly? Would you like to meet each other and, and learn who else listens to this podcast? And so we have a podcast community. It's on Facebook. You'll, you'll see it in the show notes. You can click on, on the link there. Or if you just go to Facebook and you type in Meaning Over Money podcast, you'll, you'll see it. And it's our cover art, so you'll, you can't miss it. You'll know what, what it looks like. But anyway, in the event, if you wanted to, to engage us you know, outside of the podcast, that may be a really good way for that to happen now. And so it took nearly 100 episodes for this to, you know, to happen, but here we are. And, and we're excited for it. And, and we hope that you'll hop over to that community and, and just say hi and let us know that you're here. So, so today's episode, I was, I was having breakfast with my family and my wife asked me what I was up to today. And I said, well, I'm going to record a couple podcasts. And, and she said, well, I have an idea. And I'm like, okay, where, where is she going to go with this one? And she said, well, it's almost spring break. Summer is coming. Why don't you talk about how do you plan and budget for travel? Because families want to travel and we love traveling and that'd be a good episode. And I thought, man, that would be a good episode. So here we are. Thank you, Sarah. Appreciate the idea. So we're going to talk about how do we budget for travel because travel is awesome. I love travel. So first thing I want to do is I want to name that traveling is important. Now, it might not be important to you, but let's just say it is important to you. Let's say it is important. And when I say it's important, I mean it is just as important as making our housing payment, putting gas in our car, paying for our utilities. It's important. But what happens for something like travel is it's important, but maybe we need to do something else with it. Or, well, maybe we need to, to put it aside for our kids' college. Or maybe we need to do this other thing. And so what happens often is it's important, but not really important. It's a nice to have. It's a nice to have. Travel is fun. Travel is something we, we want to do to create memories and, and, and have experiences with our family and our friends. And so often what happens is we just treat it as if if there's enough left over, then maybe we'll travel. And so I think it's important. Or what, what can happen 
is when we travel, we will not have planned for it, and we bring out the credit card, and then we find ourselves paying for our trip for months or years after we go on the trip. That's not fun. And so I'm a big believer that we need to treat our travel like a bill. We need to treat it as a monthly expense. And we always say budgeting isn't about spending less, it's about spending better. And for many of you and us, better means we travel. It means we travel. But travel's expensive. You know, it can range from, well, we're going on a road trip, you know, a couple states away, to we're flying over to, to Europe. It, but it's all expensive. It's not like going out to dinner with your spouse. It's expensive. You talk about gas, or you talk about flights and hotels and entertainment and all the things that come along with it. It can be expensive. And so we don't have enough money, just most of us don't have enough money month to month to just go travel. We can't just say, hey, we're going to go on a trip, and then here we are, and the money is there. That's not typically how it works for a lot of us. And we've talked about this idea of sinking funds in the past. And so I am such a big believer that we need to have a savings account or a checking account, and it's called travel. It's called vacation. It's called whatever you want to name it. And that account is dedicated to nothing else but traveling. And so what this can look like is, let's just say you, you want to budget 500 a month for travel. And that's 6000 a year. And so you say, okay, 6000 a year, which is 500 a month. Every single month, I'm going to budget 500 for travel. And then I'm going to set it aside. I'm literally going to pay that bill, which, which might look like I'm going to put it in my savings account or my travel checking account. And then next month, I'll do the same thing. And I'll do the same thing. So that... When it's time to travel, we just travel. We just go for it. And we don't worry. We don't ask ourselves, oh, can I afford it? Or, oh, maybe I should be using this money for something else. Well, you can't do that because the account is called travel. So that when the money is there, you just go use it. And I mentioned, you might have picked up, I mentioned checking account. Almost all of our sinking funds are savings accounts, and they work great. But for travel, we use a checking account, and we, and we do this for one big reason. Because when we travel, there's a lot of transactions, and it just gets annoying. It gets overwhelming. I don't want to come back from a trip and have 45 transactions that I have to sort through and categorize when I know they're all travel. So what we ended up doing is switching over our sinking fund for travel is a checking account, so we have a travel debit card. So now, whenever I book flights or hotels or we're on the road, we have, we have a debit card that's just travel, and we use that for all travel-related purchases. It works great for us. That might not be what you do, because again, it's not about what I think is right, it's about what works for you. And so that's what we do now. Every month, we budget for travel, and it's not a negotiable. Well, we negotiate the amount, but whether or not we, we have money for travel, that's not negotiable. It's an expense that's important to us. Just as we pay our utilities, just as we buy our groceries, our travel is important, so we will have it in our budget. Now, we can change the amount if we want, but every month we put the money in there, and then when it's time to travel, we just travel. And this kind of goes back to 
this uh, episode five, which is still to this day the most popular episode we've ever published, episode five is planned impulsiveness, and, and I'll link that in the show notes. But when you have this money sitting aside, when it's time to travel, you just travel. And sometimes that's on a moment's notice. Now, some of our trips we're planning out a year even, but sometimes something comes up and we just need to travel. We, we neither need to or we want to. And I, and I tell the story about how my wife and I, we, we lost a child. And it was the absolute worst day of our life. It was terrible. And, and as I was processing it with my wife, Sarah, she just said, Travis, I don't want to be here. She goes, I don't want to live our life. I don't want to live in, I don't want to be in this house. I don't want to be in this town. I don't want to be in our bed. I don't want anything that reminds us of our life. And I said, well, okay, what, do you, what, what would you like to do here? And she goes, I just want to leave. I said, okay. And I asked her a couple questions. And we ended up, at about midnight, we ended up booking a trip to Mexico because we had a travel fund. We had the money setting aside. We didn't know what we were going to use it for necessarily, but we, we, we budget every month. And so we, at midnight, we booked a trip to Mexico we packed a, packed a suitcase, we took a nap, and a few hours later, we woke up and drove to the airport and we went to Mexico. Literally, we booked a trip four or five hours before we had to leave. That's what this sinking fund can do for us. And I'm so grateful that we had the money then to be able to do that because that was what she needed. And it wasn't, and it wasn't a need, 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 but it was a want that at that moment, it was the best thing we could have ever have done. And so I would say that was probably the crappiest vacation we've ever been on, but it was probably the healthiest thing, the healthiest trip we've ever been on to just get away. And we just, everyone else there, it was kind of funny, but everybody else there was celebrating weddings and anniversaries. And we were just kind of crying and eating our weight's worth of chips and salsa. And, and it was a memory that I'll never forget that we got to do because we had planned for it. And so the sinking fund for travel is such a big deal. And I, I would just so strongly urge each of you to start putting money aside for travel. And then when you want to buy that plane ticket, you just buy it and you just go and you just make memories and you have once in a lifetime experiences and it adds so much richness to your life. So set that sinking fund up. Now, your bank may or may not let you set up a sinking fund. Um, a lot of banks, they just don't like you setting up multiple accounts. And if they do, they'll charge you a lot of fees. So if you're looking for a home, I use Capital One. It's called Capital One uh, Performance Savings, 360 Performance Savings or 360 Performance Checking. It's 100% free. It's great. I've been using it for a long time. And many of my clients do too. So if you're looking for a home for a sinking fund or a travel sinking fund, you may check out Capital One. They just, they do a good job with these accounts. And they don't pay me to say that, unfortunately. I wish they did. Capital One, sponsor us, uh, please. And so that may be something that you, that's a next step, a tangible next step for you. Set up a, a travel sinking fund and literally start funding it every month. Now, if you have some trips coming up, this could be a great time. Great timing to do that. Get it set up. Start putting money in it. That way, when it's time for your family to travel, you just enjoy it. And then you have the decisions to make within there. You could say, okay, we can either go on 
one or two really big trips and just do it up. Just do it up. Get the best drinks, the best food, the best hotel, the best entertainment. You could do that. Or you could say, or, you know, we'll travel maybe a little more frugally and then we'll get more trips. And my wife, Sarah, and I, we've done both. We've, we've gone all in on trips and we've had more modest trips knowing that we get to do more trips when we do that. So there's a balance there as you're budgeting and you put the money aside that allows you the flexibility then to navigate that journey with, with whether it's yourself or with you and your family. So one, there's one mistake I want to talk about that I see a lot in the people that I work with. And here's what happens. People will, will, be, will be reviewing budgets and they'll say, well, oh, man, I really messed up on my, my, my gas or I really messed up on my dining out or I really messed up on my entertainment. Why? Because we traveled. And they'll say, well, I traveled, so our gas was a lot more than we thought our gas was going to be. Or our dining out was four times as much as we thought it was going to be, and they feel bad, they're frustrated, their budget's totally out of whack. And so what, here's what I encourage. I encourage if you are traveling, all of those expenses are travel. And, and my rule of thumb, and, and I don't know if this, this isn't right or wrong, I'm just saying this is how we handle it. When we have a transaction that occurs outside of the metro that we live in, that's travel. And so if we're two, three hours away from, from our hometown and we get gas, that's a travel expense. When we're outside of our metro and we go to, you know, XYZ restaurant, that's travel. When we're outside of our city and we go to a basketball game, that's not entertainment, that's travel. So I like to house it all within travel. That way you can see consistency in your gas bill and your dining out and your entertainment and you fill in the blank, whatever other categories I'm missing. And this really helps too, because then when you're traveling, when you go out to eat, you don't have to say, oh, how much is in the dining out budget? We don't want to think about that. When we're traveling, no. When we're traveling, we just want to say, how much do we have to enjoy? And, and you have your travel budget in your travel account, and then you go, you go eat whatever meal you want, or you go to that concert, and you don't worry about it. You don't want to have to like dwell on every penny and every expense and how does it fit into the overall budget. We don't want to do that when we're traveling. When we're on vacation, we just want to enjoy and I always tell my wife, Sarah, you know, as long as there's money in the account, we can do whatever we want. And that has caused us to make some different decisions than maybe we would make day to day. We'll go to an extra show or we'll, we'll do that dinner that is way more than we'd ever spend at home. And we like doing that. We like when we're traveling to make different decisions because we're on vacation. And so if you're, if you're on the road, if you're maybe outside of your area where you live, Gas, food, entertainment. Tra treat those as travel. Don't treat them as food, gas, or entertainment. Treat them differently so that you can just go enjoy. It doesn't blow up your budget. You don't get frustrated with yourself. You don't live with regret. We just go and we enjoy and, and we just be intentional about making memories and having experiences. And that's what this meaning over money is about. It's not about money. It's about meaning. And so when we travel and we do it this way, we've budgeted ahead of time. We've set the money aside 
and then we just go enjoy. There's no guilt, no second guessing, no regrets. Just creating memories, making experiences, sharing that with our friends and our family, and pouring so deeply into the meaning. Because that's what it's about. Because it's always about the meaning and not about the money. That's all I have for today. If you'd like to connect with us outside of the podcast, as I mentioned earlier, you can join our, our Facebook podcast community. It's in, the, it's in the show notes. You can find us on Instagram, Meeting Over Money. You can find me, Travis Shelton, on Instagram. You can find our YouTube channel. And, of course, you can find Meeting Over Money, which is our financial course for young adults, where we teach young adults how to live for the meaning and not for the money. And that's at meaningover.money. And as a podcast listener, please don't pay full price. If you decide to buy a course, you can get 25% off by using the promo code PODCAST25. PODCAST25. But if you're not interested in that, that's okay. We're just glad that you're here, and we hope this podcast continues to add value to your journey. Take care, guys. 